And I think we are live about now, guys. We should be live. Should be. Should be live. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. I have it on my watches. I got two because my friends love me. Or my fans love me. Or my listeners. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's Thursday, February 9th, 2023 A.D., Day nine of Black History Month. <laughs> and let me play this nice little uh, clip 14 here. Just a nice little, uh, it, it's cut off at the beginning. He's asking a question. He's asking a question. And so about Black History Month or this other thing. Enjoy this little TikTok video. I don't know any context, but it's nice and you will like it. Here, hit it. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Shh. Awkward, awkward silence. <laughs> Let me know. Oh, is it not working? Oh, hold on. Let me, uh... Ah, oh, darn. It's not working at all? Okay, here we go. Now. <laughs> Hake under pressure. Hold on. For real, thumbs up? Or baseball? Baseball. Baseball over Black Black History Month? Baseball. Why are you choosing that? What about black people? Because if... Because I don't like black people. (laughs) Isn't that cute? This little white kid says... Is being interviewed in the store, toy store or something, by a black guy asking Black History Month or baseball. And he chose baseball. Baseball. <laughs> I just thought that was so cute and nice. Did it? <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's, but I honor, I honor Black History Month, even though it's so corny and lame and womanish. But I have something non-lame and non-womanish to share with you guys. Shuby Taylor, uh, the black national anthem. So stupid. But Shuby Taylor is not stupid. He's dead. But rest in peace, Shuby Taylor, a Christian man, I think. A black scat singer. Legendary. Here, here is lift every voice and sing. And then I guess can you put me in the corner of that little video thing, cotton field video? We like the cotton fields. Back home, here it is. Hopefully, blacks, let's not forget where we came from. Let's learn to love and respect each other. Shuby Taylor, nice. Shabala raw, 
souffle les doigts, il chante. Je les donne dans la bête, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts dans la bête, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne. Baby, vous devez me faire les doigts, je les donne.
based Todd Aiken, rest in peace, he died last year. And, um, you know, other things, competent politicians like Sleepy Joe, um, some mass shooting uh, information. I mentioned, I mentioned one thing in Hake News in the evil DOJ. Um, and they're trying to make God gender neutral. It's ridiculous. And I have a, I have an old, I have a clip of maybe of the Australia ambassador for gender equality. Ugh. Oof. But I find her mildly attractive. Okay? So I don't think you guys will be too disturbed. Because you guys are tough. And some other things, maybe. And of course your calls. All that. But anyway, guys. <laughs> Let's get right on. With the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! you guys doing i am fine and i'm looking into the camera and it looks like i'm looking at you but really i'm looking at uh jesse lee peterson in 2011 or so 10 maybe pointing up back at me saying you are a beta male uh, and I think it's this is available again. It was not available for a while. Anyway, I'm standing up for the people who are listening online and I mean, or listening on the podcast because I stood up to show the the T-shirt. It's a nice gray T-shirt. You can get it in any color, probably. It is available. Yes, Nick, Nico put it back up on a different store. So rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, okay, guys? You can go to thehakereport.com and find the Hake Report t-shirts by clicking on the Teespring link in the menu. Side note, but it has nothing to do with this uh, t-shirt. This is rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, all right? <sighs> Man, long intro, right? It's 9-11 already. Never forget. <laughs> okay, before I get to calls, okay? Before I get to calls, I have to give you this follow-up because it was, it was bothering me that I didn't get to it. This follow-up on this Stay in Mexico clip, this is... Can you play clip 10A once more for me, Hassan? I say once more because I played this earlier in this week, and I played it three years ago, I guess. It's from M Live. Michigan mainstream media. It's a clip of a, um, you, you guys know about it. It's, you know, that, I guess it was a morning meeting among parents with this, maybe like a school board type of guy running the show or superintendent or something in a, a saline schools district, something like that in Michigan. And they're all falling all over themselves 
pushing this is called a diversity and inclusion meeting so dumb ridiculous female-minded liberals have infiltrated our schools very unchristian by the way not at all not at all decent or manly or logical or or anything you know it's a false imitation of decency anyway um yeah some high schoolers high school whites made fun of you know, made racist jokes, which are the funniest jokes. I don't know the nature of these particular jokes. Maybe they weren't that funny. I don't know. Um, but very offensive, stupid. Um, in a Snapchat group, it's a uh, social media platform with a POC, a person of so-called color, um, who was invited into the group and then they mocked him or something. I don't know. And then the school got involved. The school district got involved. Talk about a kiss-up culture. White, white, so-called white, kiss-up culture. So, so wrong. <sighs> okay, um, here's the clip. It's funny. It's cool. Uh, clip 10A. I remember when I went to his bedroom to say goodnight, and he was crying because of the abuse that he was enduring in this school system. Then why did you stay in Mexico? <gasps> That's indicative of what these kids are experiencing. That's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Comments like that. And that's no, he's sharing a story right now. And that's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Black guy talking. This is a platform for discussion. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. You got the floor. I got the floor. You got the floor. Nice. Hey, you interrupted the chat. You interrupted the chat. All right. All right. Those ladies don't belong there. Busybody ladies. Busybody culture all up in arms over young people being young people and being normal. Trying to twist these young people into being perverted. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Uh... So shout out to Tom Bertel, who's the white man, the sensible man, asking a sensible question. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. What an insane culture. And they're overreacting to him. Anyway, the thing that I missed, I touched on it yesterday, was if you go in, I think I have, hopefully I have the screenshot, school parents meeting stay in Mexico 2020 is the folder. Uh, one of these pictures shows them... Shows a bunch of ladies standing up ooh, in opposition to, uh, to uh, what the man said to him. And he's like showing a, a little thumbs up. I put, it into, I put that little thumbs up picture into my thumbnail from 
one of those days, I forget which day, uh, people show their, people stand to show their opposition. It's, uh, well, 8.27.17 a.m. That's the screenshot number, if you can find that one, uh, within that folder. People stand to show their opposition to the views of Tom Bertel, who is a sensible man, the only, the lone voice of reason, calling in the desert of, uh, there's him with his thumbs up, but that's not the one that I'm thinking because they're not standing up. They're actually, like, a whole bunch of silly women, silly ladies, and I love ladies, and I love these ladies, hopefully, if I love anyone. (laughs) Uh, It's not that one. It's not that pick. It's pick seven. It's the one before that, I guess. Um standing in opposition to the views of Tom Bertel during a school diversity and inclusion meeting, community meeting, Monday, February 3rd, 2020, at Liberty School in Saline. There it is. Nice. Thank you, Hassan. Um, The meeting was hosted by Saline area schools in response to the racist Snapchat incident that occurred this past week, meaning back in 2020, like in January, late January. So... Ridiculous. So, so phony and contrived. They're all concerned about words, jokes by whites. Or they're concerned, or like John from Kentucky called my show. I, I really like John from Kentucky, if I like anybody. Um, and he was, he told me a, an example of racism where a white kid told him when he was a black kid, because he's black, but he's when he was a kid, that that he can't hang out with him because he's black, or something like that. Ooh, the harm of not hanging out. There's no harm in not hanging out. There's no harm in, no real harm in words, jokes, all that stuff. There's real harm in blacks punching and hitting and knocking out and all kinds of, crazy thing, robbing, whites, which happens a lot. I was almost, I almost said all the time, but it happens quite frequently. Where are the community meetings about that? Stupid. I said stupid kind of soft because I don't want to be setting a bad example to the kids and because I kind of think it's funny. So that's the, this is the little thing I wanted to make sure I covered. Okay. All right. That's it for that. Appreciate that, Hassan. Thank you, man. (sighs) Let me get to a call. Let's change things up, right? All right. Uh, Steve in New York City. Based Steve in New York City is on the line. Thank you for holding, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, Hank, man? Doing well. You've called my show, have you not? Of course. Nice. I recognize your name. I mean, I recognize your voice. <laughs> recognize my accent. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, true. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the blind guy. Old. I listen to Jesse Lee and your show every day. Oh, you're you're physically uh, blind. Well, I'm mostly blind. I could I could see peripherally, but nice. straight ahead, I can't. If the letters are not two inches high, I can't I can't read anything. If the letters I are not blind. if the letters are not what. Two inches high and ten inches in front of me, I oh. can't read it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Interesting, but, man. 
I get a, I get by. Nice. Right on. Anyway. The mama, um, the mama in me wants to feel sorry for you or like, don't or, feel sorry for or me. get into my no. imagination about, oh, I, I don't want to be blind. So it's crazy. You know something? Satan's busy. I realized, I realized something, man. God told me I've seen enough. <laughs> no. Right on. Yeah, I, believe me, I, I, it just started maybe about two, three years ago. That's Th- it. This blindness? Yeah, I mean, I had a little bit very, you know, most of my life very, like, I would see okay. weird lines every once in a while. Yeah. But, like, it started really progressing about three years ago. So I lived a great life. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyway. Do, you, do you have any idea what, what prompted it? Like, anything that you were doing that might have prompted it? or Not really. It's just something that happens to people with type A personality. I don't even know what a type <laughs> A personality is. A strong personality, I think. Things like that. It usually happens to males. I forgot the name of this thing. It's like four gigantic words. Wow. You know, it's like something, something, retinopathy, something, something. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't nice. even Doesn't even, doesn't faze me. I love it when people make fun of me. How many fingers you see? Uh, <laughs> I love that. I, I love it. Right. I, I, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, what I wanted to say is something like five, six years ago, maybe five or maybe eight years ago, nobody, nobody would ever think that, you know, people could change their sex, their gender. Yeah. Change that nobody would ever think five or six years ago, nobody would ever have thought it was okay to uh, give puberty blockers to kids to stop them from having puberty. And then nobody, I mean, what's going to happen to those kids that have no puberty? Yeah. You know, they're going to grow up to 30 year old. They still don't have a puberty. You know, what's happening? Right. But all, and then 30, you know, five, six years ago, nobody would ever have thought, that it was okay to um, give these pills to these kids without uh, their parents' permission, and also give put them in surgery to cut up their parts. Yeah, you know, without their mother's permission. And six years ago, five or six years ago, nobody would ever thought that if a a parent would go against it, that he would be jailed. Nobody would ever have thought that. And think about this also. Five or six years ago, nobody has ever said that the earth is flat. Really? Now all these people are believing this? I mean, really, really think about it. Why, what happened five or six years ago? Who's pulling the strings? To make the the the, the Church of uh, England say, "Oh, God is um is a uh, genderless." Yeah, who's, who's pulling the strings? Because all of the corporations are obeying it. All of them. <coughs> <coughs> who's pulling all these strings? Who's doing it? That's the question. Who is doing it? There's got there's got to be a committee. 
There's got to be somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, who even indeed? my nephew. Go ahead, what? I said, who indeed? You know, kind of like there was a... Uh, there was like a uh, psychologist who's been on the Jason Lee Peterson show a couple of times who talked about mass formation psychosis, something like that, which I, of course, disavow. That was debunked as fake news by the mainstream media or something, right? <laughs> but it's true. Uh, a sensible man, a sensible psychologist. You know how like everybody got brainwashed into being or many got brainwashed into supporting the shutdowns over the in the overreaction to the China virus being all scared. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the same thing is going on with this. Um, for sure, there are peop- there are movers and shakers like you're talking about, but it's amazing how how quickly brainwashed like half or a third of the country or more is in favor of crap like this. Sorry, kids. It is. It's totally like what 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 is going on? What is going on with America? Yeah, I went to a, I went to a barber shop one day, and I just went to I you know and for most of my life I've been shaving myself. I never had a shave in my a, a professional barber shave. And the guy nice. guy goes, I guess I'm shaving. He goes, What's going on here? What's going on in America? And I started you know you know on this rant about you know they are pushing ugliness. They are pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tattoo face rappers as the only music is around. Well, I grew up. There was the Temptations. There was the um, there was Led Zeppelin. There was you know nice. there was Donna Summers. There was all sorts of singers and 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 performers and Earth Wind and Fire. It was great. It was fun. Now you all you have is rappers, tattoo <laughs> face rappers. You know. Yeah. And. And, Including and, so-called white ones or whatever that guy is. Yeah, what's that guy who's Post white? Malone and yeah, and, Post and, Malone. And, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, yeah. You know that they they have, and and I'm going to tell you something. People that are have been child molested, they usually tattoo their faces. Wow, and really? Reason, is that a fact? The, the, well, it is. It's a, it's a common thing, and I think that these. Rappers are encouraged to put tattoos on their face to cover up that, you know, thing. Hmm. And the reason why um, people that have been molested as children tattoo their face is because they want to cover up the person that attracted that. They they believe it's themselves. Oh. You understand? So they want to make unattractive so it won't happen again even in adulthood is that so, real where'd you where, where'd you hear this or did you come up with it yourself no 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 I, I read this long time ago I, okay. I used to read huh. books I used to read tons of books that I'm okay you know I mean there, I, there I, could that sounds you know it sounds it sounds like it might make sense I mean it, it makes sense in the insane thinking world yeah yeah it, it is you know, and, and and a lot of times, you know, you know, people that have been sexually abused, they 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 put on tons of makeup, or they wear their hair in their faces, yeah. or they they you know, like that Ali Sheedy part in the Breakfast Club. She was like that that you know, 
I haven't seen that yeah. yet. The Breakfast Club, great movie. I've heard. 1980s. But, it's um, kind of disturbing, too, right? Something like that? I think. It is. It is. Yeah. And so I think the tattoo... So they're trying to uglify <laughs> nice word. what's going on in America. Yeah. With the tattoo faces and the body uh, positivity. And they, yeah. they, they, put, they put these... And make, that, know, and make that stuff sort of attractive. Like, some of it yeah. kind of tricks... People like yeah. People even like me, into being like, oh, you know, that's mildly attractive. <laughs> and then I'm too accepting. At, at, if you watch commercials nowadays, it's unattractive females that are empowered, you know, and and men are just like slimy, you know, creepy, you know, nerdy, you know, weaklings. You'll see it all the time. They're trying to transpose this. Um, Gender. They're trying to reinforce, um, uh, reinforce this gender, you know, switching. Yeah. And now, now little girls are being, you know, hypersexual, yeah. and boys are becoming very, you know, timid and whatever. Russia and 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 China, they could take over America in twenty minutes <laughs> without guns. They can make people. They can make boys piss in their pants. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Danny from Bulgaria says China's actually pretty weak, and and they have their problems, but their problems seeming, in my mind, they kind of pale in comparison to America's problems. But maybe I'm wrong because they are pretty corrupt. But oh yeah, yeah, and then Russia probably has their problems too. But even still, like we're we are rotting, rotting. From and overcome yeah. from within, just like yeah. in like in a human being's own life, like my life and and your life and everybody's is like Satan convinces us to just ruin our own lives. It's not anybody else's. It's not anybody else's doing. Even the victims, even though you know the victims of crimes, if they stay victims in their mind, or or yeah. try to get tough and call themselves survivors, same thing. Stupid. You know, yeah, women it, try to call themselves survivors because it sounds tougher. But uh, you know, even yeah. those people, they the the crime, like JLP says, the crime is done. It's over. Your body's healed, and your spirit is is still decrepit by the own evil that your own evil that you're holding within, anger and all that most, sin. Most of my black friends, yeah, they don't they, they they don't they're like, what's this Black Lives Matter stuff? Nice, no. You know, it's crazy. All lives matter, right on. And this, and and and, and this Black Lives Matter is just made made a couple of lesbians very rich, and they bought <laughs> six million dollar houses. Yeah, and you know, you know the, what, what, and the commie capitalists cashed in on it, support pretending like they support this evil. That's so, it. And I'm telling ridiculous. you, most of my black friends, most of them, most of them, will say the same thing. They will agree with me and they've, they've, they've been telling me, hey, Steve, you've been telling us this crap for 20 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. So, so they've kind of come around. So are they, are these, these are old timers then, kind of like you. No offense. No, <laughs> no I can't. <laughs> you cannot, words cannot offend me. Right on. I'm for words. But it, um, I'm going to be 60 this year. Okay, that's not too old. And um, a, a lot of my friends uh, knew me 
like that, you know, I have, I have some, a lot of my friends knew me when they were in their twenties and, nice. and I was, I was like 40. Oh, okay. And, um, so they're a bit younger, but yeah. still nice. Yeah. Now they're, they're hitting 40 and they're like, yo, Steve, <laughs> didn't you used to talk about this? Did you used to send us emails about this? Oh my <laughs> goodness. And they basically, I would say, you know, there's a silver lining in the in the, in the great lockdown. I don't want to call it uh, a pandemic. Right. Yeah, exactly. Lockdown. Yep. A pandemic of stupidity. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was the great lockdown. Lock yeah, up. accurate. I, you know, I, there's a silver lining in the great lockup in, in that um, it woke up a lot of people. Yeah. It woke up a lot of people. Nice. And, um, I would, you know, like there was a couple of people in my building. I never tell people in my building what I did. Cause I don't want, I live around them. I don't want to, there were people around me say, Oh, this and this, did you hear about? Yeah. 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 I knew about, why didn't you tell me this? Well, I, <laughs> I wanted to keep my area, you know? Oh, and you know, oh, you... It, it was bad. No, no, you, you seemed to cut out there, but I'm not sure if you did. No, no, I didn't cut out. Okay, cool, man. Well, great, but, um, great call, Steve. It's great to hear from you, and it's nice. It's a nice reminder that it's more important that people wake up than it is that we get our country back. You know, because because oh, like JLP says, up. it's it's gone. But you know, it's it's like God is. You know, the angels celebrate when when uh, somebody more than just wakes up, quote-unquote, to the truth about what's going on. Because that's, people, mo- most of us who are aware of what's going on a little bit are still, like, lost people spiritually. But uh, it, it's, it's encouraging that the few are waking up, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it is. It is encouraging. And, and you know... I've been talking about the the war against masculinity for oh my god thirty thirty five years forty years nice but I was raised by a single mom oh and um you know my mother and my sister used to beat up on me Whew. tremendously all all the time I'm not a victim I'm not you know I'm not right. looking for sympathy you know but they were always constantly on me con I mean constantly. You know, huh. and um, you know they brought me to when I was a when I was a young child. They my mother brought me to like this feminist um, whatever, and some lady in the feminist movement. I must have been about seven years old. Grabbed me by my testicles and says, Oof. "You're not going to use this as a weapon." Jeez. And I didn't. How did, what you know? And my mother was right there. She didn't slap the lady. Yeah. How dare you grab my son's testicles, you know? She didn't uh, she didn't respond like that, huh? No, it was like, you know, listen to that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like she was like reinforcing uh, it. Yeah. And and, and there there was this hatred. I I've seen this hatred for men mm-hmm. over and over and over again. I've seen That is crazy. How my mother, you know seven year old I've been speaking against this, and all, and my friends were like, "Oh wow, you were talking about this years ago." Yes, I was. Nice, Steve. Anyway. Man, it's great to hear from you. All right, thank you very much, Jake. Yeah, thank you. Take care. All right, you too. Steve in NYC is he Italian? 
Doesn't he sound sort of like an Italian? Maybe. We'll accept him among the whites, won't we? Or is he? Maybe he's black. There could be blacks. He's, no, he has said he has black friends. So blacks don't normally say that they have black friends. <laughs> uh, phew, crazy. What a call. Thank you guys for uh, bearing with me through that excellent call. Let me read a few super chats. I am remiss in not reading all of my super chats. Yesterday, I had a couple of missed super chats on DLive. Fortunately, I spotted them. Eli underscore Ja states, parents said stay away from the black kids to be safe. That's a ref- that's a thank you, man. He's just showing it uh, on the screen, and that's a that's a response to um, the man, I, the caller I mentioned at the beginning of the show, John from Kentucky, who called in yesterday. Great call. He's a black Hebrew Israelite. He has not yet taught his kids that we whites will be slaves of the blacks. <laughs> That's a black one. One of the things that some black Hebrew Israelites believe. Uh, and so Eli Josh speculates or assumes or maybe he happens to know that parents says to the white kids, their white children, stay away from the black kids in order to be safe. Better safe than sorry. Right. Better safe than sorry. You know, like, it's not racist. There's reasons. And they're not so-called racist reasons. Guy crying racism. Guy crying about racism and wants white slaves, says Elijah. He doesn't want it. It's a fact that it's going to happen, Elijah. <laughs> he said, no, that's the truth. <laughs> he doesn't want it. <laughs> well, we don't know if he wants it or not. Maybe he does, though. He, he certainly sometimes brags about it. Either him or another black Hebrew Israelite who used to call me. I haven't heard from uh, that, that other caller in a while. I don't really want to mention his name or summon him like, a, like you might summon a, a demon. Not that he's a demon, but there's a demon in him that might get summoned. Perhaps. Probably most people are possessed, as JLP says. Maybe all. Yeah, I think he says all. Another super chat. From John WX25 today, for the fool, whoa, don't say that, John WX25, fool from Kentucky, I disavow this, John, I don't know, I mean, John from Kentucky, I disavow that, because, uh, (laughs) anyway, whatever, for the fool from Kentucky, you don't want to shop at white locations? Oh, because John from Kentucky said, it would be good if, if you whites were more out in the open with your racism, then we blacks would shop at our own shops rather than shopping with the patronizing your white locations, and we would build up our own stuff, which is, you know, what was happening back in the good old days of segregation. Not that the segregation was necessarily good or bad, I don't know. There were some good aspects, but... uh it was freedom. You had the freedom to uh, have some segregation in your uh, communities. <laughs> the communities kind of forced it on s- some of the people whether they wanted it or not, I guess. But that's the way the ball bounces. There's always some type of force involved in any community, right? But anyway, uh, you don't want to shop at lo- white locations? Good, says John WX25. Maybe toothpaste won't get locked up in the stores. Less theft. So prices can come down. Yeah, good point, John WX25. 
there's a lot of shoplifting, and I, I frequently see shoplifting done by not typically whites. It's commonly blacks and other foreigners. I mean, not that blacks are foreigners. Some of the blacks are foreigners. But anyway, and foreigners. I've seen some so-called white foreigners get involved in this mess. <laughs> Ridiculous. Thank you, John WX25 and uh, Eli Ja. Appreciate it. A great response to a great call from uh, John in Kentucky yesterday. Check it out. And speaking of the mess, let me cover this before I get back to calls. Hang tight, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Resisting arrest. I think I have this some screenshots in the folder called, maybe, let's see, SF Gate. SF Gate, San Francisco Gate, blacks resisting arrest, eight times that of whites. At least they're cited for such. Cited by racist police in San Francisco. <laughs> One of the gay capitals of the world. Sorry, kids. Uh, here's the headline. African-Americans are cited for resisting arrest at a high rate in SF. That's short for San Francisco. So an article from 2015, April 28th, by Emily Green of the SF Gate. And they're casting it as black victimhood, when in reality it's black alleged perpetrators. Allegedly, you know. It's alleged because they're cited by cops. And when you're cited you are to be presumed innocent unless proven guilty. So it's alleged. Oh, by the way, Steve in New York City says he's Greek and Italian. Nice, that makes sense. Right on, Steve. And it has a picture of a black girl who's playing all innocent. Nice photo of her standing against a brick wall. And it says, Amer sest vivigere, something. I don't know. If if, uh, anybody understands French, they can tell me. If it's French. Uh, Here's the opening paragraph of the article. African-Americans, that means blacks, in San Francisco are cited for resisting arrest at a a rate eight times greater than whites, even when serious crimes are not involved, according to statistics drawn from court records. And do the mainstream local media not know that this only makes the blacks look bad? Rare, a rare moment of honesty, or, no, or are they casting blacks as victims of racial profiling? Uh, you know, they want to train the police to do de-escalation tactics. I've talked with Joel about this, one of my sometimes co-host, Joel Friday. <sighs> Excuse me. Eight times as much as whites, even when, and this is so typical. I mean, this jives, is it jives or jibes? With reality, fits with reality. You know, what, what you see in the, um, you know, in a, practically every case where blacks can either get themselves beat up or, or killed sometimes by police resisting arrest. And sometimes the cops do too much, right? But how about the blacks? What they're doing? You know, these black suspects or uh, persons of interest. They're like, oh, uh, such and such, what's that, Sandra Bland in, um, I don't want to ramble too much about this, but Sandra Bland escalated with the white cop who said, can you get step out of, can you put out your uh, cigarette, please? Being all polite, 
and weak and nice. And she gets all sassy with him and, and black woman attitude, angry type attitude anyway. It's the same spirit as all of us with anger, right? But she gets all crazy and he's all, step out of the car, please. And she won't. And he's like, get out of the car. He might have even cussed. He, she might have even made him cuss. <laughs> and then she like steps on his foot and gets all crazy. He arrests her and she goes to jail for three days and commits suicide, allegedly. Crazy. She go she for not for failing to, you know, use her blinker when she got over. And she claimed, Oh, I was getting over for you because I saw you coming up all fast. I was getting over for you. He's like, You didn't use your blinker. And maybe that's true, but she escalated because she's angry and overreacting. And so it's not over a traffic stop, it's over you getting crazy. It's not over a failed blinker. It's over you getting crazy. It's not over an expired tag. It's over you getting crazy. You, be, you people escalate. <laughs> you people. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, from January 2010 to April 24th of the year 2015, law enforcement officers cited suspects with resisting arrests 9,633 times of any race, right? Of all races. Or whatever ones are in San Fran. Uh... 9,633 times in cases where the suspect was not charged with a felony. Yeah, so like, what, you're not supposed to arrest them if they're not charged with a felony? Uh, African Americans, maybe they're not saying that. Maybe they're not trying to imply that. African Americans, meaning blacks, accounted for 45% of those cited. Talk about disproportionate, even though they make up just 6% of the city's population. Not 13%, 6% of the city's population. I didn't know that they were that small of a percentage of that population. See, still feels too high because they're so overrepresented among criminals, I guess. And uh, re- arrest resistors. Resist the devil, not arrest. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um, I have some other pictures of this lady. And I may be using the term loosely. Misika. Henry, Mesica Henry, pictured on Monday, April 27th, 2015 in San Francisco. A black lady. Is that her natural hair? It's nice hair. You know how blacks try to have a weave and stuff because, I don't know, whatever. Also known as a wig, maybe. Pictured in San Francisco, California. Mesica Henry is a Muni bus driver. M-U-N-I. Municipal something, maybe. Bus driver who says she was stopped by police officers, arrested, and violently handled, probably because she was handling herself violently, is my guess, maybe, but I don't know, which resulted in serious bruising. She got serious bruising. See, look at her, looking all peaceful, just looking out, pondering in in the uh, neighborhood where she lives, maybe. Look at her. She doesn't look like she deserved that heart uh serious bruising alleged she was charged with resisting arrest and i say guilty because <laughs> i'm profiling i'm profiling her but i don't know if she's guilty of resisting arrest but if i had to hazard a guess <laughs> but i don't know but how else do you get those bruises by being peacefully by being peaceful 
Did the cops just look at her and just start squeezing her all tight and giving her bruises? I can't imagine it, but maybe. Maybe she got a mouth and they overreacted to her mouth, you know, attitude. Rather than just, like, jostling with them, you know? She looks like she has a mouth, but I don't know. I'm just speculating. Uh, Per capita mouth of black ladies. Aimer says vivre. Nick, do you know what that says? A-I-M-E-R. New word. Sest. I know that that's a, something like that. Vivre. Do you know what that says, Nick? Oh, to love is to live. Aw, isn't that nice? She's a loving black lady. I wonder if she loves the police officers who bruise her without merit. <laughs> anyway, that's the story on that. Let's get back to some... Let me get back to one more call, at least, before the top of the hour here. Maybe two. Patrick in Denmark is on the line. Let's see if he's ready. Patrick in Denmark, are you there? Yes, I am here. Hey, how are you doing? Mother from another mother. (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) Thank you, man. Yes, my fellow Dane. Are you you called a Dane? Uh, Yeah, Um, yeah, it's called uh, a Dane. Right on. Uh, You are a great Dane. (laughs) Yeah, in Danish we say we are Danska. We are Danska. It's a very silly language. Oh, okay. You try to say like this. Try to say like this, hey, please. Royal, 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 royal. <laughs> Is that cussing? Royal, royal, royal. Yes, not bad, not bad at all. Right on, thank you, man. Appreciate that. All right, and that means that's uh, by the way, it's a uh, Danish pudding. That it's uh, it's it's um yeah, it's red pudding, and it's with. Uh, Extra cream. That's what it is. Nice. <laughs> right on, man. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm calling in um, because I, I'd like to know um, how did you start working with the JLP and uh, the JLP show in general? Uh, I first heard of... Let me go back to the beginning and try to plow through this story. I first heard of Bond sure. and Jesse Lee Peterson... When I, by word of mouth, I was at a different church <clears throat> up in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. and the guys all, and one of the guys who was at that church said, "Hey, uh, you're from L.A. You should go check out Jesse Lee Peterson's church, Brotherhood of a New Destiny." He missed out. He missed the Brotherhood organization of a New Destiny, and so I okay. searched it on the internet and f- found the address on the website, which was bondinfo.org back then. I'm giving way too many details. It was, no, sure, it's, go it's, ahead. it's now rebuildingtheman.com. And I found it, and I drove out here on the 10 freeway, got off on La Cienega, came north to uh, Pico, and I pulled up and came to church. JLP was not yeah. there when I, when I first, the first day I came to church in February of 2007. Uh, he was out, he was away doing a speaking engagement stop Obama's socialist change, maybe. I don't know. And so they had, an, like they had another male man who comes to church or has come to church over the years who was speaking, and, it, and I liked how men were running the show um, rather than women running the... Ch- the your, men and c- women kind of being over-involved in running things over at your average church. Yeah, as so, they are today everywhere. 
I yeah, liked I liked the I liked the realness. I liked the confrontation. I liked the honesty. I liked the sense of responsibility that JLP uh, pushed. You are responsible. You are a sinful. You blah blah blah. And you can't. And also the hope and the example that he set. You can overcome. And so I like that message. I've been coming to church. Wow, um, man. And so, like, after several years, well, the first day he saw me, he offered me a job, but I didn't take it because I was working at a cabinet shop. But the cabinet shop was going under after several years. And he's all, he didn't know this, but he offered me a job again because he was, his producer at the time was going to become a teacher at a school that he started. And so he offered me the producer job, and so I became producer for the radio show. And that's how I got involved. That's, that's an amazing story, seriously. Yeah, I was volunteering, helping it, being a bodyguard sometimes when he traveled. And I was, was coming to church and helping man the camera and different things. Um, volunteering at events, yeah. going to protests, you know, uh, in favor Sounds of Sounds like you guns. started from the bottom and you actually actively searched. You were a seeker. Yeah. And you can say... I think Jesse, he made, you know, we can say that today that he made a great choice to make you part of his team. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that Jesse, he saw uh, something in you which would be valuable to him. That's one thing. It would be valuable to him. Right. Mm, but also, he said that, that, that you were really seeking something. And uh, I'll just say that for myself. When I see you on your stream, the Hague Report, I think uh, that there is something uh, emanating from inside you, which is quite unique. You are uh, handling it in a, in a certain way that, you know, it's, it, you are in touch with, with, uh, with everything in, in your own way. And just keep at it. I appreciate that, man. That's nice feedback. Thank you. Sure. And, and my next uh, question for you is... Um, uh, what, what's your plan to take the Hague report? Do you have uh, sort of a plan where to take it or anything? I do have ideas. I don't have any plan at this point, but I do have idea, ideas rattling around in my mind, such as uh, bringing more guests on the show, which has been a request, like get a job requested this a long time ago. So I'm remiss in not bring. I don't know if remiss is the right word. I am. I am. I'm, w- I'm wondering. I'm wondering in terms of uh, subjects because we, if we go to the uh, Jesse Lee's show, it's very, very much. Uh, uh, it's something of the heart, right? And it's a lot about anger. Are right. you over your anger? You forgive your mother and so on. So I mean, um, I <laughs> I was on Nick's stream just for a second, just checking it out. That was a very, nice. very um, turbulent stream. You know, I, I think it was awesome, by the way, and I think <laughs> it's gonna be more awesome. Uh, uh, so I'm just wondering, the hate report, yeah. uh, like news, or it's going to be conspiracy theories or anything silly? I don't know. Um, probably a little bit of all of that stuff. Uh, the, I kind of like that stuff because a lot of my audience are what they call right. conspiracy theorists. And I like to engage with my audience. That's like a big, that's a big thing that I like to do. And I think that the yeah. audience likes it too. And it's... And I think it's uh, potentially beneficial for both of us, for all of us, to like challenge ourselves and, and examine ourselves. Yeah. All right. 
keep keep at it. I, Thank you, man. I'm sure that's going to work out. Nice. Because if you take every person seriously, then you will have feedback, and they will take you seriously in turn. Fair that's point. The thing. That's that's very wise, man. I like that. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> uh, you're so welcome, Hake, and uh, I'll talk to you another time. That sounds good. Take care. Great. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Patrick in Denmark. Nice. It is time for some music now, guys, before I get back to calls. I said maybe two, but it's not. Uh, maybe two calls, but it's not at this point because... We're approaching the top of the hour, approaching 10 a.m. here in L.A. Let's cover this fun song. It's called Jesus by David Meese. Nice. Hope you enjoy it. You musical Philistines. Grin and bear it. Press mute. Press pause and fast forward later. Or uh, cover your ears. Or or you're going to listen and you're going to like it. Okay, Jesus by David Meese from the 80s, I think, or maybe 70s. Here it is.
doesn't this fill you with joy? So black. <laughs> kind of black influence, right? Shout out to the black. Oh! You thought it was over. I'm blushing. I'm blushing in embarrassment at how good that was. <laughs> I only spit in the spittoon for the people on behalf of the chat who, who does not like it. This is day-old meatloaf. <laughs> this is Scott Starbird. Another fake ending, please. Oh, why am I laughing so hard? Says uh, Slam Free Poetry. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I dozed off yesterday and heard Hake's music in my sleep, says Ivana Spencer. Is this song, is this song Dirk Diggler sang in Boogie Nights? I disavow. Um, uh, is this a workout soundtrack? This is what the Bible Thumpers are dancing to in the Bible Thumper Thursday clip. <laughs> this is the soundtrack to that new Not Morally Straight Harry Potter video game. Beta, make it stop, please. Do you really think Jesus would like that noise? <laughs> Good question, John F. I don't know. Uh, Hake is too easily amused. Nobody said that. It's me saying that. Um, this sounds like it should have been music for a Jesus video game. Oh, man, here comes the feet of infamous Whitey. <laughs> is this Led Zeppelin? I don't think so. I don't think it is. Uh, Led Zeppelin's pretty good, though. I've uh, found them. I have discovered them recently. <laughs> Well, uh, this is hard rock for the Christians. I hope Hake was a better carpenter than he was a DJ, than he is a DJ. Uh, sick face. I was not a carpenter. I was a, I did do, a, I did do a, try a little bit with the Mexicans and Honduran. But no, I was, I was the measurer and I, sand, I started out sanding. But then I quickly went to the computer and went to people's houses and it measured and laid out cabinets and the design software man it's no red giant but i'll it'll do hake red giant i don't know i'm not familiar but thank you this is sufferable says mr jennings this is different says nine or three thousand meese can really hit those high notes yeah hake definitely on lead lead vocals did i say this one they play this song on repeat in hell (laughs) this music is a war crime i'm I'm getting too much of a kick out of your chats. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Let me double check for super chats here. Shout out to Rumble and D Live. I mean, uh, well, D Live too. Yeah, 
you guys are okay. And Facebook, shout out to the Facebook crew. I think you might be there. I'm not sure. I did see a couple of you guys in there. All right. Let me cover this Gabby Petito thing before I get back to the calls. Gabby Petito victimhood. Petito. Petito? Petito. Um, I'm not sure how to say her name. Petito. What, is she Italian? She's like blonde. Is she like a blonde Hispanic? Well, she's dead now. She's none of those things. But I saw in the chat the other day when I mentioned this, Scott Starbird said, that pick of Gabby is not good. Gabby Petito says, uh, Carver 531, the patron saint of missing white woman syndrome, which is a line from, creative line from that, I, don't, I can't imagine she's very entertaining, but maybe she is. Um, Joy Reid, MSLSD host. So uh, show these pictures, or this one in particular, this one with supposed blood on her face, and she's like, her lips look like they're maybe cracked, but they have lipstick on them maybe. It looks like she smeared makeup on herself, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Like she has maybe scratches or scrapes or something on her face, and maybe that's a legitimate something, but she has this selfie, and I don't know how this got out or what. If she shared it to her, I don't know. I don't know is how why it's barely now coming out. Gabby Petito was the the missing white woman, young lady, and I may be using the term loosely. She played victim pretty well, pretty convincing for the people who fall for such things. You know, attractive young gal, mildly attractive, right? Her spirit, I'm sure, seemed evil, but it's irrelevant. It does not justify violence. But she was violent, too, allegedly. This is from August 12th, 2021. Uh, supposedly during the traffic stop? I don't know. What does she do? What is she, inside of the, her van? Is it, was it her van? In Moab, Utah. Uh, you know, it was all over the news a year or two or whatever ago. Because she disappeared. They couldn't find her. And then, and then her then fiance showed up out of nowhere and then he disappeared again uh brian landry or something like that uh and then this footage came out and i have a screenshot of this footage where the cops pulled over the van and because the van was kind of veering around like there was some uh fighting going on and i indeed i think there was and he had, like, a scratch on his face, this Brian Landry guy, from her, allegedly. And I don't know, like, I don't know if he's the aggressor or she or both, you know? It's, they shouldn't have been, I want to make this point, they shouldn't have been making this trip between each other, uh, with, with each other in, I guess, her van. He's like this hippie guy. Sorry, hippies, but he's kind of like you. Um, if any hippies listen to hate. Reformed hippies, maybe. They're just doing like a cross-country trip. But they're not married. And they probably... You know, sex out of wedlock kind of inflames the passions. And so I'm sure there was like a lot of anger and fighting between them. Of course, I'm assuming, I'm profiling that they were, you know, two young people having sex. I I don't know if they were having sex. Sorry, kids. But I would assume, maybe it's a safe assumption, 
And this body cam footage was released by investigators because the, the cops pulled them over because they were beautiful area, Moab, Utah. Wow. I'm looking at this photo. Whew. Look at the background. How could you fight in such a beautiful area? But the hell in people finds a way, doesn't it? We don't appreciate what's around us because we're all in our heads fighting with Satan. Am I, should I be using the term we? It feels a little bit wrong. But the cops didn't arrest anybody. I felt and other people felt that they should have arrested her. But now, like the lawyer for this family of Gabby Petito, Petito, are, is talking like, oh, she was a victim. The police did wrong by not arresting him, but meaning Brian Landry, her then fiance, who allegedly killed her. And then he allegedly went off and hid and killed himself in like Yellowstone National Park or somewhere. And she's all playing. And I, she's all playing victim. I'm looking at a picture of her sitting in the back of a police car. In the shade, I guess. I don't know. Looking all forlorn and pathetic and skinny and slouchy a little bit and sad. Yeah. I, I'm mocking that type of behavior because it's common for them to play innocent them being ladies and what we love the ladies right we love them if we love anybody buddy and we should so this photo that newly came out two years later or whatever a year and a half demonstrates the cut previously noted on her left cheek as well as blood smeared from her forehead across her left eye and cheek and over her nose, indicating that she was grabbed over her face in such a way that her airways were likely obstructed, says Petito Schmidt, Petito hyphen Schmidt, attorney's statement. I don't know what Schmidt is. Maybe she had a stepfather. I think she did, who was all grandstanding. Look at this picture of her. Uh, it reads, Gabby documented the in- injury and during the stop attempted to tell the Moab officers... Moab, what a cool name. Mother of all bombs. That's not what it stands for, though. I think it's in the Bible, too. Oh, those Utahns. Those Utahns. Those Mormons. Shout out to the Mormons. However, the seriousness and significance of this type of assault and injury was completely ignored, alleges the lawyer-slash-liar This is from the article, Gabby Petito Update. Oh, like we wanted an update. Well, you're getting it. (laughs) Because she's pretty. Uh, Look at her with her hands on her hips. Uh, It's a picture from the body cam. Newly released high-res photo shows injuries from Utah domestic call. And yeah, maybe some of those scrapes were real. I don't know. Gabby Petito took the picture of herself on a phone after after a caller told police he saw Brian Landry hitting her. Oh, somebody called the police saying they saw him hit her. Well, you know, maybe she was attacking him, so he put his hand on her face. But I don't know, I'm speculating. We don't know this story. (sighs) Police also, according to the lawsuit, incorrectly labeled... Did I finish? Oh, the Moab police response triggered an outside investigation that found Pratt, which was an officer... And fellow Moab officer Daniel Robbins made unintentional mistakes in the August 12, 2021 stop. They split the couple up for the night and declined to press charges, 
despite a Utah statute that Petito's lawyer uh, say require them to make an arrest or issue a citation. And probably they were they were biased in favor of the gal. So they should have arrested the gal, maybe. And she might be alive today. Who knows? Police also, according to the lawsuit, incorrectly labeled the Petito as the predominant aggressor in the altercation outside of Moonflower, which her fa- parents' attorney said is disproved by the photo. The photo doesn't pr- disprove that, in my opinion. How, so does, how does that disprove that she was the predominant aggressor? You know what I mean, Jellybean? Just because the male is more effective at his violence, you know, because the male is stronger. And uh, anyway, Moab police failed to recognize the violent grabbing of Gabby's face and obstruction of her nose and mouth and airways as a critical precursor to her eventual death by strangulation. Sorry, kids or parents who are touchy about this that occurred a short time later. Moab police failed. And I don't know how they knew that. Moab police failed to listen to Gabby, failed to investigate her. She was trying to play like it was not that big of a deal. Oh, we don't take him. You know how women get, they kind of don't know what they want or should do. So they end up doing wrong. Terrible. Uh, Moab police failed to listen to Gabby, failed to investigate her injuries and the seriousness of her assault and failed to follow their own training policies in Utah law, says the lawyer liar. And I don't know if he's lying in this case, but generally lawyers are liars. And maybe this is the one case where, where, uh, where the man really was the aggressor, the primary aggressor. You know, people, sh- they shouldn't be fighting. I hate lies, says Mike Rogers. Me too. Matt Living the Dream says she probably offed herself. You think, you think maybe? I don't know. Anyway, quick super chat from uh, Rumble. Shout out to Rumble. Deus Intra. I keep on wanting to pronounce it differently, but I want to pronounce it correctly. Deus Intra, which means God within, says, great show. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Four bucks. Nice. And shout out to the 28 viewers on Rumble. Nice. That's cool. And shout out to YouTube viewers. (laughs) Denny in Bulgaria, been on hold for quite some time. Denny in Bulgaria, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Thank you for having me, Mr. Hick. I'm doing fine. I hope you're doing well, too. Yeah, thank you. I am. Glad to hear, Mr. Hick. I've been watching your program. Remarkable as always. Appreciate it. Um, May I please say a few words about China in, in, in a general way? Of course. I'm glad you called... To mention that, I think I had mentioned something about China being not that great. You, you did. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Haig, out of pure curiosity, are you familiar with the one-child policy in the Chinese government that I, occurred the last 50 years? I am somewhat familiar with it. They had a one-child policy, so they were aborting and or killing, which is the same thing, uh, their daughters disproportionately. So they have a woman shortage. That's not the only issue. Right. Mr. Hick, uh, imagine what would have happened if, uh, in, in, uh, in general, right, imagine what would have happened if uh, your father had 10 brothers and sisters and uh, your mother had 10 brothers and sisters and so on and so forth for generations ahead. 
because this is what occurred over there. Yeah. Now suddenly, now suddenly, you are the only child over there. <laughs> yeah. This generation is called in China, and I know this for a fact because I talk to people from all over the world, China included. This generation that grew up in the one-child policy is called the little emperor, because you have <laughs> spoiled ten aunts and and ten uh, uncles taking care of you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, terrible. If you can, if you can just go to the internet and uh, type China density population. Now, Mr. Heck, you will see that ninety-five uh, percent of the population of China is located in forty-five percent of the of the land of China uh, on the territory. Yeah. The reason this is is because of the Gobi Desert. It's uninhabitable. Right. You cannot live there. Now, uh, this is a, an important territory because uh, it, uh, it it covers the Himalaya. Uh, it's icy. From there, there are coming rivers and water. You need those, to, and this territory has to be on, which is uh, from topographical point of view, you have to own the land. Yes, that's fine. But it's uninhabitable. Now, imagine if you have a lot of people and all of them are, well, not all of them, but the majority of them are hugely spoiled. Well, that's not good. And this is exactly yeah. what happened. Now, I am very aware of the propaganda that China has, the flexing of muscles and everything. Uh, it, it doesn't work. Because, uh, if, and it is true, 50 years ago, Mao Zedong, the former communist dictator of China, told the world that uh, they have the ability to throw one million soldiers every day for one year. Right. 365 million soldiers. Yeah. Right. But that was 50 years ago or 60 or something like that. Now, out of pure curiosity, what do you think will happen if you send an army of 365 million people <laughs> wow. anywhere and they have nothing to eat? Because this is in the 18th century. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, let's say you have them protein and stuff like that. And the world is very different right now. So you'll be having a lot of people that in a matter of months are going to eating themselves. And I apologize for the gruesome remark that I just made. But it is true. The, <laughs> this isn't the 20th century no more. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. So China is basically the biggest house of cards the world has ever known. Wow. It's overdense. The population is... Uh, aging. It, well, <laughs> no, it's not aging because there are a lot of people who did not follow the one-child uh, one uh, policy thing. But Okay. So the average Chinese is, I think, like 30-something. I have to check it because I'm not certain I'm talking here. Okay. Uh, but although they're not aging, it's not good because it's incredibly dense. There are a lot of people, and <laughs> there's no way to control them. And also, they don't have the... Like, 30 years ago, they have this mentality of a developing country. Now, for the last 10 years, they, every person in China has been told that, and this is the propaganda over there, 
they've been told that this is the greatest nation. A lot of history, and they don't have history. I, uh, m- maybe I will call another time to tell you why. Yeah. But okay. they don't have history. All right. Uh, but this is the propaganda over there. A great nation, 5,000-year-old history, everybody wants to be there. Of course, total life. And people believe that. Now, it's a common sense, if you like to, in that propaganda, to believe it. So if we're so great, why aren't we doing well? And the Chinese people are asking that question. Now, they're not asking that question on social media because it's illegal. Yeah. But uh, keep in mind that they are. So at the end of the day, it's a house of cards. Cards, I apologize. Yeah. So it's, I've been in a conversation a couple of days ago with, with a personal person, and uh, I dare to say that we do live in the most interesting time yeah. the world has ever known. That's true. From an observer I th- point. I think you are right. It's def- they are definitely interesting times that we're in. Indeed. And uh, with that said, Mr. Haig, I would hugely uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm glad that Hassan is doing better. Me too. And uh, kind regards to you, your colleagues, and your listeners. And all the best, sir. Thank you, Denny, in Bulgaria. Take care. Likewise. Goodbye, sir. Bye. Hassan says, thanks, Denny. Denny in Bulgaria. And he will explain the uh, China doesn't have history thing. I think he sort of explained it to me in the past. Sounds familiar. Um, Nice. Every country has its problems. And major problems. The whole world wide. Seems like the globo homo is really out of control because it's so close to home. It's here. It's all over. <laughs> you know what? Quickly, before I get to, back to calls, I wanted to get to Alexander uh, from uh, California, but he dropped. And uh, hang, hang tight, call, the rest of the callers. And you can call in. One, one line is open. 888-775-3773. But... Let me give you a history lesson. We're having fun here. I am, anyway, sort of. Legitimate rape. Ever heard, ever heard of it? Here's, let me play this little history lesson. This is an ABC News clip. I hope, it, I hope this works out for you guys. Uh, from YouTube, published August 21st, 2012. More than 10 years ago. 10 and a half years ago, I think. Something like that. The headline is about Missouri Senator Todd Aiken, who has died now. Uh, his legitimate rape comments, and you'll hear in con- sort of in context what that legitimate rape comment was. I've told you guys this story at least once before because a caller thought I was just being funny or something. Um, a little history lesson or a reminder or something. Just uh, It's a fun story, kind of. So It's all too common. It's ridiculous. His legitimate, Todd Aiken legitimate rape comments spark GOP outcry to quit the Senate race. I think he was already a senator, or maybe he was a representative, Todd Aiken. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, Representative Aiken. Yeah, he was in the House of Representatives, and he was running for senator. 
he releases an ad begging for forgiveness for his comments on rape and pregnancy. It's a two and a half minute clip. May kind of drag a little bit, but it's to me it's important kind of just because it's it's a a great a perfect example. Epitome. It's the epitome of rhino weakness. This was during Mitt Romney's run for president, trying to make Obama a one-term president and lame so-called white because he's Irish. You Irish. (laughs) Shout out to the Irish. Um, Paul Ryan. (laughs) Uh, Paul Ryan was running for vice president with Mitt Romney against Obama. I'm so glad those guys lost, even though I was mad that they lost back in the day. (laughs) I was so mad I got a speeding ticket listening to Sean Hannity. (laughs) Sean Hannity was kind of riled, too. But Sean Hannity probably didn't get a speeding ticket. Anyway, uh, here's this clip, clip 11. We're finally getting into clip 11, guys. Uh, Watch and enjoy a little recent, relatively recent in my mind, History. Some of you guys may not be familiar with it, so hopefully I'm doing a little service for you for once. Uh, Here it is. That Senate candidate who may have doomed his own campaign and created some trouble for Mitt Romney with those controversial comments about abortion and rape. Republican leaders are trying to force Todd Akin to quit the race, but so far he is standing firm and asking for forgiveness. ABC's John Carlson in Washington with all the details. Good morning, John. Good morning, George. Republicans from the top on down are making an all-out push to try to force Aiken to drop out of the race. But, George, he is digging in, releasing a new ad this morning, practically begging for forgiveness. In his new ad, Congressman Aiken says he really just misspoke. The mistake I made was in the words I said, not in the heart I hold. I ask for your forgiveness. The comments that got Congressman Aiken in so much trouble were just plain bizarre. He was trying to explain why he opposes all abortions, even in the case of rape. If it's a legitimate rape, uh, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Those words were almost universally condemned, even giving Mitt Romney and Barack Obama something to agree on. The views expressed were offensive. Rape is rape. His comments about, about rape... Uh, were deeply offensive. And um, I can't defend uh, what he said. I can't defend him. And Aiken's attempts to apologize have done him little good. On Sean Hannity's radio show, Aiken, a member of the House Science Committee, explained why he believed rapes don't cause pregnancies. I had had heard one time a medical report that said that it's it's hard to get... Um, um, uh, it, it's harder... For somebody to get pregnant under those conditions. I don't believe that's true now. I, in fact, have checked the facts that that's wrong. Late yesterday, Aiken's family told ABC News there would be no more interviews. In fact, he didn't even show up for one scheduled on CNN. You're looking live at the empty chair that Todd Aiken was supposed to be sitting in. Now prominent Republicans want Aiken out of the race, including Karl Rove's group American Crossroads, which had planned to spend more than $2 million on his race this fall. Now the group says they won't spend a dime if he remains the candidate. If Aiken gets out by 5 o'clock today, Missouri Republicans can still get another Republican on the ballot. But if Aiken, but Aiken insists, George, that he will not quit. In fact, he is borrowing the words of American revolutionary John Paul Jones saying, quote, I have not yet begun to fight. 
Nice. Right on, Todd Aiken. Rest in peace, man. There's a heaven for a G. <sighs> so dumb. You know, the overreaction. His words were offensive. <laughs> uh, mocking Obama and Mitt Romney. No, what? That's what. That type of weakness and kiss uppiness is why you lost Mitt Romney. Loser. He's a loser. Trump is right about him. Uh, and I say rest in peace because he died over a year ago. Former Missouri Congressman Todd Aiken died, I guess, in October 2021, according to this news report from, uh, let's see. Well, come on. KSDK News on YouTube. Uh, In the description, former U.S. Representative Todd Aiken, the conservative Missouri Republican. The Republicans make me want to spit. Sorry. I'm all heated. Uh, sorry, sorry, this is a Christian show. <laughs> uh, that's my Alex Jones. Shout out to Alex Jones, my competitor. They always abandon the best. They abandoned uh, based Iowa Republican um, guy, Steve King, Congressman Steve King, who's been on the Hake Report, by the way. Shout out to my intern who helped make that happen. And they abandoned... Uh, Trump, they aban- was be- who was one of the best, they probably abandoned, uh, you know, like Sheriff Joe Arpaio and, you know, the best. Stupid. Former U.S. Representative Todd Aiken, a conservative Missouri Republican whose comment that women's bodies have a way of avoiding pregnancies, and he claims that that's wrong, and I, don't, I wonder if he really meant that. He probably shouldn't have apologized. He sh- should have pushed forward. He's like... I think he said that I heard. He didn't say it absolutely was the case. So I don't know. He was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, by the way, since that time. He came out with a book, I think, on WorldNet Daily, which JLP has written books or many books. And some of the books, at least one, was put out by WorldNet World Daily. And JLP wrote articles for WorldNet Daily, WND.com. You can check those out to this day. Uh Although it's suppressed by Google, which is evil, as not a legitimate news source. Stupid. Anyway, um, he said that women's bodies have a way of avoiding pregnancies in cases of legitimate rape. <laughs> I like that. Because, it, you know, women claim, oh, it was raped. And they weren't always raped when they say they were raped. Believe women. No. Um, even in the Bible, I think that you're not supposed to listen to the testimony of a woman. Not that they're always lying, but all of them lie. Not that they're always lying, but all lie. And then some, and all men do too, but some men stop lying. (laughs) Except Jesus never lied, I don't think. Because lying is a sin. (laughs) Uh, His comment sunk his bid for the U.S. Senate. His comment did not do that. The rhino Republican backstabbers did it. I'm getting all heated. For the U.S. Senate became a cautionary tale for other GOP candidates. They made an example of him. He died at 74 years old. That's too young, in my opinion. He had cancer for several years, according to his son Perry, per a statement that he put out. He died at his home in Wildwoods, a St. Louis suburb in Missouri. It's my dad's 
As my father's death approached, we had people from all different walks of life share story after story of the personal impact he had on them. Perry Aiken, A-K-I-N, said in a statement to the AP, the far-left enemies of America Associated Press, he was a devout Christian, nice, a great father, and a friend to many. We cherish... I didn't know that he had died either, so I'm reading this to you a year later, a year and a half later. He, we cherish many fond memories from him driving the tractor at our annual hayride. <laughs> so white, so country. To his riveting delivery of the freedom story of, at 4th of July parties, dressed in full uniform of a colonial Minuteman. Shout out to the Minuteman. The family is thankful for his legacy, a, f- a man with a servant's heart who stood for truth. Yeah, that's totally him. And I'm sorry, he was standing for not killing the babies who were products of rape. Illegitimate rape. And illegitimate rape. You know, false rape accusations, pregnancies of those. Protecting the babies. And they took him down for that stupid... Aiken represented a Republican-leaning eastern Missouri district that included the St. Louis area, suburbs, for 12 years, giving up a safe seat to run for the U.S. Senate in 2012. Was that, uh, I don't know, was that ill-advised? I don't know. He emerged from a crowded GOP primary to challenge the the then-incumbent Democrat U.S. Senator Claire McCaskill. Ah, ah, Claire McCaskill. I can't picture her, but I know that name. A female, a Democrat, politician. Only to seriously hurt Republicans' chances of recapturing a Senate majority less than two weeks later. So, here's a more competent Republican, before I get back to calls. A more competent Republican. No, not Republican. (laughs) A more competent politician. Clip 15. This is a little 11-second clip. From RNC Research, I'm using those backstabbers, RNC, Republican National Committee. They put out this clip, and they tweeted out, yikes. And it's sleepy Joe Biden talking to, like, working union men. And I don't really know what's going on. I'll have to describe it to you guys after the fact. Enjoy. uh, Very competent politician, uh, Joe Biden. You know, uh, <laughs> Union strong. Ooh. got it over here. What? <laughs> okay, so I have no context on what really happened, but he's like, you know, uh, talking into the mic, uh, handheld mic, walking around, being his, you know, appealing self. He's an appealing character of some of sorts, and he's like. Started to put the mic down, but maybe he, like, knocked on wood. Was he knocking on wood or something? I don't know. You know, there's a, you knock on wood for good luck if you're not a Christian. <laughs> for, you know, it's a superstition. Oh, I've never, I've never resisted arrest. Knock on wood that I don't. Hopefully I don't. That type of thing. You guys know? You guys know. Maybe he was doing that, but he did look confused and lost. His, his mind, his, his brain is gone. No, we don't celebrate that, but it seems kind of like it. It seems a lot like it. 
But let's abandon Todd Aiken. <laughs> anyway, ridiculous. I just thought that would be nice to share. Let me get to William in California on the line. William in California, thank you for holding. How is it going? William, are you there? I had him on hold so long. Let me let, let me give the Gen Xer a chance to come to the phone. Are you there, William in California? He's, I think he's listening to the show. On... <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, you're lucky I'm not JLP and all tough. <laughs> Why'd you say that? Because JLP would have put you on hold or hung up on you. <laughs> and I'm and I'm too I'm white I'm a typical weakness of of so, too too many whites <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm too lenient anyway go ahead that was interesting Denny uh, nice that's been a known fact for a long time that uh, their army is very uh, very hungry and probably will always be who are China China is very hungry. Yeah, huh. probably. They're probably. pretty skinny. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's interesting that he pointed that out, that, that that's been a long-time thing, and the history thing he was talking about, a lot of people don't understand their history is kind of short-lived. Yeah. And, like, they tried to combine all the history of, like, there are a bunch yeah. of tribes, I think, is what his explanation yeah. would be. I think I he mean, explained like, that. Oh, uh, what's happening with the flag? Where's that? Southern flag. The beautiful rebel flag is, is here on my, yeah. on my computer. Can't see it. Oh, yeah, it's here. Uh, are you sure? I, I see it. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, you've been looking at the um, House committee meetings? No. How they're acting? I haven't. What's going on? Oh, they... Um, can you imagine throwing some bananas in a cage with a bunch of monkeys? <laughs> Whoa. How they react? Like like apes or monkeys. Ooh, right. Ooh. <laughs> right. Right. I cracked you myself. Set traps up. for them and they just walk right in. Who who's walking right into a trap? The left. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Now, that's pretty hilarious what you show Joe by he what a joke. Yeah. He seems he seems not all there. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Hope you guys are proud of him. What a shame. But uh, listen, uh, Huntington Beach is in the news down there. Beautiful HB base. Yeah, Huntington I used to, Beach. I used to actually let me see. I worked in Huntington Beach and lived in what's that, Costa Mesa? Okay. Yeah. So right there, Orange west County. of the. Course west of the four hundred five. Nice. Yeah, it used to be. Used yeah, to be. I don't know what it's like down there. Uh, been through that area in a while. It is on decline. Even like OC is turning blue, meaning Democrat. Yeah, it used to be red. Yep. Terrible. And uh, you go over there to Santa Ana, it turns into something else. Yeah, kind of Mexican or something. Yeah. Shout out to the Mexicans, but yeah, yeah. not necessarily. Or, yeah, I used to live over in that area, but. Um, they took down the alphabet flag. Nice. HB did? Huntington from, Beach? It's got to be. It's probably Huntington Beach City Hall. Yeah. Really? I sent you the story, man. Okay. I'm so bad at checking my emails. I, I am yeah. remiss. I am yeah. Apologized. They took the flag down. Let's see. Huh. 
Interesting. Watch how they act about that one. Uh, they Huntington Beach moves forward with a plan that would ban, excuse me, flying the so-called LGBTQ pride flag, according to NBC Los Angeles. After less than two years, Huntington Beach reverses their decision to fly the L. In fact, shame on them for ever having flown it. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's cool. So during even during the the month of June, which is I guess their fake false pride and in degeneracy. Yeah. In false identity, false pride and false identity month. Yeah. Like like this month, same thing. Yeah, the blacks. Yeah, Yeah, that's not you. That's not who you are. Black people? No. It's what you is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they've got their usual um, programming on. It's just nothing on TV, if you can imagine. It's like your same documentaries. Huh. They're doing documentaries for the blacks, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, uh, they try to point out how proud they got to be. Ridiculous. Um, well... <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. I mean, you got to show that stuff every year for yeah. 40 years. Uh, yeah. Sounds like victims. Yeah. But don't get mad at me for reporting the news. It ain't no kissing and hugging and rubbing and touching. Huh. You got a husband that yeah. loves you. Don't need you all in mind. Yeah. It's gross. It's terrible. That, so, hey, man, that, I'm going to let you go, man, and... Yeah, sounds good. Enjoy. All right. You too. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye. You know, uh, he mentioned the, he mentioned that. Let me mention this. I think I have the pictures from this. I don't have anything written down for some reason because I'm ill-prepared. But Luke Skywalker, they're trying to turn him LGBTQ. I saw this tweeted out by Ramsey Paul. Shout out to Ramsey Paul. Uh... Disney is making Luke Skywalker a homosexual, which is not a real thing. Sick, huh? Well, neither is Luke Skywalker. It's not real either. What are they doing? It's Mark Hamill. Oh, young. Back in the day. Sportsskeeda.com claims this. This is reporting by Sportsskeeda. Is it a a reliable source? I don't know. But according to them, Disney plus Star Wars is Star Wars leans toward exploring Luke Skywalker's LGBTQ, speaking of false identity, identity, by Anupay Chaudhry. 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 Sounds like a Muslim name, maybe. I don't know. Discovering a new dimension, the exploration of Luke Skywalker's LGBTQ identity in the Star Wars universe. Uh, the representation of Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars universe, one character that has been the focus of discussions about LGBTQ plus representation is Luke Skywalker. In June 2022, a short story was published in the stories of the Jedi and the Sith, in which Luke Skywalker uh, was depicted as being attracted to a male, a man, a so-called man. This story is now part of Disney's Star Wars canon. Disgusting. And you may recall, cover your eyes, kids, cover your eyes, people with weak stomachs and those with strong stomachs, I guess, because this is only show this for like five seconds, please, Hassan. Uh, Here's the next one. Like it shows. It shows like two women 
so-called kissing in the in this little thing. Ugh. I sh- I meant to censor this, so I apologize. Okay, that's enough. Gross. That was in one of the recent Star Wars, Star Wars, uh, movies. And uh, for some reason, they have this line underneath Star Wars logo: harassment and attacks against individuals or groups over differences in opinion. <laughs> are unacceptable and go against the spirit of the franchise. The Star Wars franchise, I guess. Um, That's interesting that they say differences in opinion because they certainly support uh, tearing down people who are of the, uh, the true opinion that this stuff is wrong or degenerate or not to be celebrated or not to be promoted or, and or disgusting. In my opinion, that's a true opinion. <laughs> And a fact, uh, uh, an abomination, I think the Bible says. So if it's in the Bible, it's a fact. Eat that. Gross, huh? <clears throat> Sick. Uh, let me tell you, let's move on. Let me tell you about this, this story of Salvador Ramos's mama. Salvador Ramos, mass murderer, mass killer, alleged, alleged. I think he killed himself, I forget. This is, an old, this is old news, an old tip, but I think I might have a tweet of this screenshot. I mean, a screenshot of the tweet with the mugshot. This is Salvador Ramos's mama. This is a tweet from Allie Bradley TV. I guess she's a reporter. Uh, okay, she's the mother of you. Uvalde, Texas gunman. Uvalde. 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 Uh, gunmail, mother of the Uvalde gunmail, arrested in Oklahoma City for assault and battery. Innocent. Innocent. No, I don't know. For assault and battery, threatening and threatening. Police say Adriana Reyes, huh, different last name, said she's Salvador Ramos's mom. According to K4, authorities confirmed. Ramos, Salvador Ramos, allegedly moved in with his grandparents after issues with his mother months before the mass murder. And I think she, I think I remember her not taking responsibility, but the father did. The father felt like he should have been more involved in the, in Salvador's life or something like that. They were apart. They were not married, I think. Salvador Ramos, he's the one that, People were saying, oh, maybe he's an LGBT thing. Like wearing eyeshadow or something funny. I don't know. He was bullied for a, like a, they use a buzzword, bullying. For a, what's that thing where, I stutter. You know how I stutter sometimes? He was bullied for a, maybe he had a lisp or something. I don't know. Yeah, she's a little, uh, perhaps angry herself, you know? Maybe not perhaps. Maybe more than perhaps, huh? That was uh, from a reported January 6th, so it's really old news, but or a month old news. You get old news on the Hake Report. Newsflash, Todd Aiken died over a year and a half ago. <laughs> did you hear that? This is a joke, but did you hear that Michael Jackson died? So that's the story on Ramos. Let me keep moving because I want to plow through some of my stories. Speaking of mass murders, uh, 
the evil DOJ, I mentioned this in Hake News, it's against justice. Beta, alpha. <laughs> JLP walked in and is making me mess up my flow. Uh, Hake News reported today on the JLP show, speaking of JLP, Commie Nonsense Network reported on this quote. The Justice Department will not tolerate hate-fueled violence that endangers the safety of our communities. Hate. Hate-fueled violence. Like there's any other thing other that, that prompts violence other than love and self-defense, right? Except for beta backs. Except for beta backs prompt violence. Uh, violent language against JLP. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's the peanut gallery over here, which is a racist term, did you know? No, peanut gallery. Peanut gallery is a racist term. I'm having a conversation with him, him, this person who's off, off mic. Because we put, we put blacks up in the, up in the uh, we, I wish, I, I wish it was me, uh, up in the balcony. And they, were, they would throw peanuts and talk. The peanut gallery, blacks always talk during movies, you know. <laughs> That's it. But my quote about the just, Justice Department, total misnomer, is Attorney General Merrick Garland issuing a statement Wednesday after the suspect in the Texas Walmart, you know, El Paso Walmart, remember that, 2019? I'm blanking on his name, and CNN doesn't dignify him by giving, sharing his name. He was the El Paso uh, eco-fascist who shot up a bunch of Hispanics. Um, 24 years old. He's 24 years old now. 23 dead in El Paso Walmart because the Hispanics were making too many babies, in his opinion, and that was polluting the earth. Just like the guy who shot up the mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, felt like the Muslims were making too, much ba- too many babies, unlike the whites. Whites should be more like them um, and polluting the earth, you know. One of the deadliest attacks on Latinos in modern U.S. history. Patrick Wood, Patrick Wood Crucius? Was that, the, uh, was that the El Paso Walmart 2019 El Paso shooting? Thank you, Nicolas, according to Wikipedia. Which we should be using infogalactic.com, but that's okay. It's ridiculous. So, evil... You know, it's an attack on whites. They're just using it. Hate crimes should be abolished as, ter- as a motive was far-right extremism and anti-immigration. But really, in his manifesto, this guy called himself reminiscent of the eco-fascists in Christchurch, New Zealand. Because those immigrants were uh, filling up and caught, you know, we were, it's, it's a mess anyway. It was sort of an interesting manifesto. Some of his complaints were legitimate. His actions were not. Obviously. Oh, they put eco-fascism at the bottom, too, says Nick. Nice. <laughs> Funny term. G.I. Joe, for a while, had eco-warriors <laughs> during this uh, pollution mess in the 90s. <laughs> anyway. It's ridiculous. You guys know my position on the Department of Justice. They're against whites, Christians, and actual justice from the beginning. I learned that from uh, our resident historian, Asmador. 
I still got to go on his, back on his show sometime. Who could be going gender, gender neutral? Asks the far left females at the skim. You haven't heard that, that, that name in a while, have you? God. Yesterday, the Church of England said that they're launching a project this spring to explore whether to refer, whether to, refer to God in a quote-unquote non-gendered way, non-gendered way during worship. The church of cooks. Sorry, that's kind of rude. Kids, don't repeat that word. It's dirty, but this is dirty. It makes me want to spit. And that's too joking of a spit. The church says that they're going to reflect the fact that Christians have recognized since ancient times that God is neither male nor female. What? But as of right now, it says it has no ab- absolutely no plans to cut or significantly change the liturgies. Yeah, the liturgical church. Stupid. But we knew that the Church of England was... Cover your ears, kids. I'm serious. Cover your ears. We knew the Church of England was cucked. I feel bad saying that. <laughs> I couldn't even say it, Alpha. I wish I could say that more, Alpha. <laughs> But JLP walked in and said, but, but, he said, but for beta, beta. I'm just a beta complainer about the degeneracy taking over the earth. And speaking of that, last little clip for you guys, Australia, another white country, white Christian country. Were they Christian or a bunch of prisoners or criminals (laughs) or both? Australia ambas Osamb Gender. This is from Osamb Gender, the Australian ambassador for gender equality, who is not named. Uh, <laughs> look at that face. Mildly attractive. Mildly horrific. Uh, face kind of intent an intense look in her eyes. Oh, Stephanie Corpus Campbell Campbell. Stephanie Corpus Campbell. Nice name. I am honored to be Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. I look forward to promoting Australia flag emojis, um, commitment to gender equality and the human rights, communist buzzword, of women and girls and persons of diverse gender identities. Here's, shall I play this one minute clip? Let's, uh, do you have the clip? Uh, It is clip, uh, I think like 14 or something. Here it is. Enjoy or not. Hello, I'm Stephanie Copas Campbell, Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. I'm incredibly honoured to take on this role as the lead international advocate for Australia's commitment to gender equality and the human rights of women and girls and persons of diverse gender identities. In this role, I'm committed to listening to those who are dedicated to promoting gender equality and learning about the perspectives and priorities in communities, in countries, in our region and globally. Promoting gender equality is the right thing to do, but it's also the smart thing to do. It is central to Australia's diplomatic, economic development and regional (laughs) security, as well as our international engagement. I look forward to (laughs) working with partners in Australia, in the Pacific, in Southeast Asia and globally to progress the Australian government's priorities to increase women's economic empowerment, women and girls' leadership and to end sexual and gender-based violence to improve access to health and education services and progress the women, peace, and security agenda. Gross, huh? 
she's got a nice voice and she seems fit. Uh, you know, like slim. That's uh, Australia something. Um, so that's that. Her, uh, if you didn't listen, her eyes are like wide and intense. Like crazy eyes. Haig has that too sometimes. Crazy eyes. Like Cortez. Well, guys, this has been The Hake Report. I appreciate it. TheHakeReport.com. Here is David Meese. What's the track? Uh, The Ladder. L-A-D-D-E-R. Enjoy and bye.